Hello to all of you unstoppable, undeniable, unshakable, unmovable humans, and welcome to another episode of the Self Love Effect Podcast, where we strive to be our most authentic, unapologetic selves, embracing our real so that we inspire those around us to do the same, creating an everlasting domino effect. I'm your host, Desiree Toppings, and if this podcast is helping you, has helped you, serving you, supporting you in any way, it would mean the absolute world to me if you head on over and left a review. I want to hear from you. I want your feedback. I want to know how the podcast has helped you. I want to know how you plan to improve your life. I want to know what you took away from the episode. I want to hear from you. And it's important to me because I want to root for you today and every single day. And I would love the opportunity to get to know each and every one of you a little bit better. So with that also being said, make sure you subscribe, hit that like button, share it with family and friends, tagging us on social media at the underscore self-love effect. And this is how we are able to grow organically through the algorithm and change many more lives. So all I ask is that you share the show. Now it is Q and a uncensored Wednesdays where you guys submit your questions and you can submit them by sending them to me, to my email address, Desiree at selfloveeffect.com, or you can send them through Facebook, through the Facebook community, or even on Instagram at the underscore self-love effect, or even on TikTok, you can find me at the underscore self-love effect as well. But before we get started, reminding you that the self-love effect has a free community, Unstoppable Athletics. It is for all of you listeners, for everyone. So if you know someone that needs the extra support or accountability, encouragement, send the link their way. You know, the community is built upon empowerment. It's built upon support, encouragement, really helping each other through the journey we call life, right? And so it's about you know, growth and evolution and really just being there for one another, sharing our vulnerabilities, our strengths and our weaknesses, hoping that we can resonate and inspire one another to be the best version of ourselves, encouraging each other to be the best version of ourselves on a daily basis. So I look forward to seeing you there. The link can be found below in the description of this podcast episode, and I look forward to seeing you there. Now, diving right into Q&A. Okay. And I took from two questions because I think I can really expand on both of them. And the first one was centered on emotional eating. How did you get through your emotional eating? And do you still battle with emotional eating at all? Okay. And listen, we live in a society where if we turn at every corner, there is a fast food restaurant, there is some type of dessert type coffee place. We have triggers everywhere. You walk into a gas station, you see it as well. It's loaded with processed food, with junk food, and it's very easy for us to just grab and go. So I understand, but I want you to understand something is that The only way to get better and to improve with your relationship with food is having the willingness to do the hard work, willing to improve your relationship with food, your emotional eating. And that's really going to, is going to be the leading factor in 
which improves your relationship and how you really get over that hump. And I think a lots of times that we think if we listen to these motivational speakers or we read these research articles or we go see a counselor that that's really going to be the end all be all and that's going to be the magic pill, right? And not to take away from anyone because I myself seeked help. But what I've come to understand in my own personal journey was I needed to understand and remind myself on a daily basis that my body does so much for me. It is my responsibility to provide my body with what it needs. Providing my body with what it needs. Because in the end, my body is going to function to the best of its ability, giving me that mental clarity, providing me with physical strength or mobility when I give it what it needs, what it requires to be at its absolute best. And so I like to break it down to my clients and don't get me wrong. Let's just get this out of the way. I enjoy pizza. I enjoy coricos, which are Mexican cookies from where my dad's from in Mexico and Sonora. I enjoy those sweet treats, but I don't have to have them. I enjoy the pizza, but I don't have to have it because in the end, I don't need it. I want it. And that is the separator, knowing the difference. Do I need this or do I want this? And so getting back to what I was going to explain is that, you know, I talk to my clients and I ask them simply, are you going to perform better and perform better with mental clarity and make the best decisions for you and where you're currently at? in your journey and how you feel emotionally and mentally. If you have the overflowing bowl of strawberries, maybe some whipped cream on top or the whole entire box of pizza. The answer clearly is the overflowing bowl of strawberries with whipped cream, right? If you like whip. Now, we know And I know from past experience that the box of pizza is going to give me brain fog. I'm going to wake up lethargic the next morning. The minute I wake up lethargic, I'm less likely to execute my plan, which sends me off on a snowball effect, which then carries on into the rest of the week, rest of the month. And then I find myself questioning what happened when in reality, I knew what happened to begin with. I wanted something for five seconds of mouth pleasure. And those five seconds, I want another five seconds and another five seconds. Maybe I'm trying to fill a void. Maybe I'm trying to get over something, you know, emotionally that happened. Or I may be, you know, going through a rough patch in my life. But once that whole entire pizza is gone, I am still left with battling the internal emotions that I feel, it has not gone away. It is a band-aid. Food is a crutch. Food is not your band-aid. Let's just get that straight. 
and we constantly use it as one. Food is there to provide you with mental clarity. And the only way to truly feel that is providing your body with the foods it needs to function at its absolute best, not just physically, mentally, and emotionally. And, you know, we can talk about how I myself, you know, taking the last few weeks out of surgery, I was doing really well. And then I fell into post-operative depression. High anxiety. I didn't know what was going on. I've never felt this way in my life. What is going on? And I immediately went downhill and snowballed. I either was eating too much or I was eating too little, but I was not eating the foods that were serving me. I was eating the foods that I knew were in fact being the trigger, the trigger to feeling my absolute lowest and feeding the depression. I was feeding through the, the, I was feeding the depression through the actions I was taking of eating the foods that my body did not need. You see? And then we fast forward into last, you know, last week where I shifted things around. I became the witnesser, you know, the outsider looking in. And I knew the exact problem because food is information. Food plays a bigger role in our lives than we like to give it credit for because it's much easier to say, I want the fast food because it's quick and easy than making the effort into going home and making the food that may take a little while longer, but I'm going to feel better the next day. I'm going to feel better within, you know, the next 30 minutes. Now, eating the way I was going into this past week, I have felt my absolute best. I am back and I feel like Desiree and I'm operating like Desiree, not just physically, but emotionally and mentally too. And you know, the best part is that my body is healing the way it should have been the past few weeks. Now my body's like, okay, she's giving us what we need and what is required to help the healing process. Now we're going to continue to move forward. Now that the engine has kickstarted and now I'm feeling better, but it's the emotional and mental clarity that I'm reminded that food is far more powerful than we give it credit for. See, I understand the emotional eating but I'm no longer tied to it because I made a daily effort into working through it. And the problem is that we don't ask ourselves the hard questions. When you are going to go eat that entire cabinet of junk food, do you question why you're doing it? Do you question why you need it? Do you question if it's just five seconds of mouth pleasure or if it's really going to take away the pain? My assumption, which I don't like to make, but I'm going based off of my own personal past struggles and experiences with bulimia and binge eating, is that you're not asking yourself those questions. You're not asking yourself the hard questions, so then you find yourself struggling with 
eating and emo and tying it back to emotional eating. When in reality, you have the power to say right now, I need to stop. I am going to stop. And by doing so, every single time I have, I come and put myself in a situation where I want to binge eat or that I'm struggling with emotional eating, I'm going to ask myself, is this food going to make me feel better? Or is it going to lead me down the path of more shame, guilt, anxiety, depression, regret? Because that's exactly what it does. You can't sit here and tell me it doesn't. I lived it for many, many years. I was trying to fill the void. I thought that if I ate X, Y, Z, it would somehow make me happier. When my happiness or unhappiness is a direct resolve of my action. Now, the action I was taking was feeding my body the foods that I wanted in that exact moment, not the foods that my body needed. And in doing so, the only thing I gained out of it was instant regret, shame, guilt, and I was far more depressed after that. I couldn't even look at myself in the mirror. I was disgusted with my own reflection. I didn't have mental clarity. I relied solely on being motivated or inspired. I lacked energy, constantly bloated, constipated. My immune system was not its best. But the fact that I couldn't function I couldn't remember things like I used to. I was sucked in this world of negativity. So if you truly want to change and you truly want to improve this relationship with food, my advice to you from my own experience is that you're going to have to put in the daily work and the daily effort. Provide your body with an abundance of whole food. Start to eliminate the processed food. Give it a try. Challenge yourself for the next two to four weeks and see how you feel. Because I can tell you from my own experience that I began to thrive thrive in ways that I never thought was possible. My mindset started to shift. I started to gain that mental clarity, that insight into myself and my own well-being. I started to eliminate the negative self-talk and the excuses. I started to make time to make my meals versus using the excuse I don't have time, but yet I have time to drive down the street and go through a drive through just to get food that I knew was convenient. See, I was really good at being consistently inconsistent because I wasn't willing to put in the discipline and build the skill of discipline every single day 
to put in the work and question myself about my daily choices and daily habits when it came to food. So I broke the tie of emotional eating by asking myself the hard questions. I still till this day, because it is a skill that I have to work on day in and day out, I can very well at any time and understand this, that it is a light switch. If I decide tomorrow that I want to go back and revert back to old habits, they are still there. I have to work to keep them out. I am imperfect, but I could tell you that I am working hard every single day. I am willing to put in the work so I don't go back to my old ways. So listen, I ask myself the hard questions when I am faced with an urge to emotional eat or Benji and I open that cabinet and I will question myself. Do you need this? No. Why are you eating this? What void are you trying to fill? What exactly do you think you're going to get out of it? In the next five to 10 minutes or tomorrow, are you at any point going to feel shame, regret, disappointment, disgust? Okay, then why eat at all, Desiree? And if I need to, I'll go down and ask myself more questions, getting to the root to my why. And more times than none, it is because I'm avoiding a tough situation in another area of my life. But if you're never willing to put in the work, then your emotional eating is always going to be there. So it is because of your lack of inaction. You're not taking action in your personal life to be better. You're not making the choice. So the outcome is the exact same. No changes are being made. So as the outsider looking in, all you're doing is chasing your tail. And it's going to go on like that for the rest of your life if you're not choosing to accept responsibility. The past has already happened, but what you could do today to improve is to commit to yourself and yourself alone to start making the changes necessary to heal your relationship with food. Is it hard? Yes. Is it worth it? Absolutely. Will you conquer this as long as you're willing to? And I'm telling you, because again, I was there multiple times. I can resonate. I lived my life for a very long time eating pizza, putting sour cream on top and some Valentina and then eating a box of Oreos on the side or having some custard. So I get it. So don't come to me and tell me that I don't understand when I lived it for years. And not only did I live it, but it kept me in complete darkness. And the best analogy I can use or example is that I was a damned mentor. I sucked the life out of everyone around me because I wasn't happy. And it really does affect other areas in your life. So start asking yourself the hard questions. And I do hope that I answered that 
And that's just from my own experience. Now, the next question I received was, thank you for your continued podcast and words of encouragement. My mind is my worst enemy. Any and words, any words of advice on how to change the mindset and change it for good. Thank you. So let me repeat that question because I know I hesitated for a second. Thank you for your continued podcast and words of encouragement. My mind is my worst enemy. Any words of advice on how to change the mindset and change it for good. Thank you. Changing your mindset is a daily practice. It's not something you do one time and your life is transformed. One, you just have to start. I don't care where you're at in your journey. If you're waiting for the right time to somehow change your mindset, you have to let that go. The problem is that we're constantly waiting. We play this weight game. Time is our most precious capital, and I'll say it again, but you don't know how much time you have. That alone is selfish. It is inconsiderate of you. Inconsiderate of you and your relationship with yourself to think you have time. It's always the right time to invest in yourself. So just simply start where you're at. What can you do today to be better? And one of the things I've always encouraged and I've shared with you guys on an episode on its own was the mural rule, mirror rule. And what that is, is that, and I highly encourage it in the morning or it can be any time of the day, but I like to start off my morning looking at myself in the mirror and placing my, either my hand on the mirror or I'll get really close um, to have direct contact with, you know, my eyes and I'm looking at myself and I might not the time look at myself with the same admiration and love that I have for someone else, but the point is to build to there, right? And as I'm looking at myself, I learned to slowly be captivated by my own reflection, finding gratitude for my being. And then I'll ask myself, what do you need from me today? How can I best serve you? After that, I'll smile and I'll end with the words, I love you. Or I love myself, I love myself, I love myself. And after that, I'll simply walk away after I've answered the question. So my question to you is, how can you best serve yourself today? What do you need from yourself to be better than who you were yesterday? And simply taking that answer and applying it to your day today so you set yourself up for a better tomorrow. But you just have to be willing to start. And I think we have this, and I say think because I feel like I experienced this multiple times in my journey of trying to find 
the answer, the magical solution to my mindset. And the problem was that I thought once I was there, that that was it. My whole life was just always going to be great. I wasn't going to go through any obstacles internally because I had it all figured out. That's not the case. Like our minds are consumed by thoughts. Your thoughts tend to consume and create different realities. And this is coming from your, you know, whether your assumptions or your negative thoughts. So it's up to you to be able to control those thoughts. It's up to you to redirect those thoughts. It's up to you to reword those thoughts. And this comes to with the way you speak to yourself. On multiple occasions, I'll tell either my clients or my friends, I'll text you back, I'll message you back after you have reworded your message, your sentence. Because if you're going to lead with negativity, if you're going to put yourself down or say something along the lines of, today's going to be a bad day. I can already tell I'm going to fail today. I can already tell that I'm not going to get anywhere because the day is going to be hard because it's chaotic. I'll always ask them or tell them, hey, we'll talk, but you have to reward that, myself included. Keeping inventory of the positive, but rewording the negative. And so when I speak out loud, lots of times where I'll even say it in front of the kids, I'll be like, oh, hold on, wait one minute. Let me reword that. That's not what I meant. That way, the subconscious mind and the conscious mind too knows I'm putting effort to rewire the brain. This is, this is me making sure that I stay in control. And so the best advice that I can give you when it comes to changing your mindset once and for all is that you're going to have to work on it for the rest of your life. It's hard, but it needs to be a daily practice. It's a skill. Working on your mindset is a skill. It's a daily skill. It's a daily discipline and commitment to yourself to be better. It's deciding that I'm not going to listen to my inner critic. It's asking yourself hard questions. It's asking yourself and getting to the bottom and the root of the why. Why am I like this? Why do I think this way? Why do I feel this way? We're constantly asking ourselves surface level questions and avoiding the truth. Your mind knows the truth. So why don't you 
take control and take action and ask yourself what it truly is you need, what truly is going on, what truly is affecting you, and why can't you be happy for yourself and be willing to put in the work and be willing to be the person you deserve to be and have the life you deserve to live. Your mindset comes from your daily actions that you are taking. The choices, the habits, the rituals, The thoughts that you're allowing to come in and stay and become either a disease or the thoughts that bring light into your life. Now, you may feel like I didn't give you an answer, but the answer is very simple. You just have to start and know that you're going to have to work at it every day. If you work on it today and then tomorrow you go right back to your old way of thinking, it's just going to become that much harder. You're delaying progress. You're delaying change. For what reason? I don't know. Are you terrified of who you can be? Are you terrified of thriving? What are you scared of? Why are you holding back? Why don't you want to change? What is it about your comfort zone that you love so much? Do you feel better when you belittle yourself? Do you feel better when you choose words of self-loathing and self-hate? Is that what it is? Is that what brings wins into your life? Is that what motivates you to be better? I don't think so. I know for me, that's a definite no. That's a fuck no. So as much as I can, I not can, as much as I wish and hope the best for you and the most I can believe in you and send you words of encouragement and positivity. It starts with you. And really your mindset is also linked to the food that you are providing your body. It's one big revolving door. It goes round and round. The food is information. So depending on how also you want to feel, and it's not just food, it's hydration. Lots of times, lots of our problems are coming from, you know, if you feel tired throughout the day or um, just lacking some energy or you're hungry, you just want to eat everything. I mean, I like to always lead with, did I have water today? 
what's my water consumption at? I'm going to tell you more times than none, it's a water problem for me personally. So making sure that you are providing your body with what it needs, providing your body with hydration. And then you're going to see or can see that your mind will have or start to see this clear path, right? More mental clarity. And the more mental clarity you have, the more likely you're going to seek the positive of life and not be so centered around the negative or take something positive and turn it into negative because that's what so many times I see in society where something can be so meaningful and yet we're still on the hunt for the negative. So try it out. Challenge yourself for the next two to four weeks to provide your body with the vitamins and nutrients it needs and slowly cut out the processed food, an abundance of whole food, the proteins, the greens, the the fruits, the veggies, the whole grain, the rice, the red potatoes, the sweet potatoes, aiming for 100 to 120 ounces of water a day and getting in movement. And I always, always will recommend if you're not ready for anything high intensity, a 45 minute walk, 45, 60 minute walk. Also providing you with one, no stress to the body if you're simply walking, but also it's a great time just to be with yourself and your thoughts, giving you the opportunity to learn about yourself and maybe work through things. Also, it's a great time to be inspired by yourself, by your thoughts and what you can come up with in your own words. I like to take my phone along and and in my notepad in my phone, I'll write these thoughts I come up with and then just, you know, add an extension to it. And that's where a lot of my writing comes from. So, you know, taking, not taking, putting in the effort to do what it's best for you, your overall well-being mind, body, soul, physically, emotionally, and mentally. I can't guarantee you anything, but I know from my experience, it made me a better human. And it allowed me to step into my own power and reclaim what was rightfully mine. And that was my mindset, pushing my own barriers, pushing my own limits, always seeking more to improve, always pushing my body to see what it's truly capable of. And you could do the same. But you have to work through asking yourself the hard questions. You have to work with the internal struggles. What is it that's stopping you? What do you have against yourself? Why is it that it's so easy for you to be your worst enemy? Write all of this down. You will find your answer. You have the answer already within you. 
but you have to bring it to the surface. And once you do, then you can take that next step forward. Then it becomes easier because now you are uncovering the pages internally to help you better understand yourself so that you can continue to thrive and build the life or create the life that you want and be the person that you want to be. And so that you could go back to your reflection you can go back to the mirror rule daily and you'll start to see that what once once a frown is now a smile because now you appreciate the person you are and not just appreciate. Now you've learned to learn. You've learned to love and accept yourself. So I hope on this win Wednesday that you go out and you celebrate your wins, no matter how big or small they are relevant. And you deserve to celebrate yourself every single day. Find your daily wins, jot them down, remind yourself. And in those daily wins, finding gratitude. But everything starts and ends with you in your own personal life. I want you to be the best version of yourself. I want you to be unstoppable. You could do hard things. Go out today and do something to make the world a better place. And the best way we can go about doing that is making sure that we are pouring into ourselves first, investing into ourselves first, so that we are the best version of ourselves, inspiring those around us to do the same, creating an everlasting domino effect. Thank you again, truly, for sending in your questions. And again, sending your questions to Desiree at selfloveeffect.com, or you can send them through Instagram at the underscore selfloveeffect effect, or through Facebook. The direct link for my email is below. But I want to hear from you guys. What questions do you have for me? And I would love the opportunity again to answer them here on the podcast. With that being said, for those of you who are ready for mindset, fitness, and nutrition coaching, I am ready and would love the opportunity to help you. So all you have to do to get started is head on over to Apple or Android store, download the first form app, which is $12.99. Yes, you heard me right. It is only $12.99 a month, okay? And that is the first form app. Download it, add me as your advisor, Desiree at selfloveeffect.com, or you can use the direct link below in the description of this podcast episode. And that's all you have to do to get started is, you know, fill out the information. And once you've done so, send me a direct message that you're ready and we'll set up a one-on-one call. And from there, I'll get to know you a little bit better and we'll dive a little bit deeper and make some customizations and get rocking and rolling. So listen, I cannot wait to help you and do not hesitate to ask me any questions you have. If you're unsure, I'm here to help you and I want the opportunity to help you because I want you to be the best version of yourself. With that being said, we also have a health and wellness link below for health and wellness supplements. If you guys have any questions concerning supplementation, please let me know. I myself do take supplementation, but I don't supplement for everything. I keep it very, very simple, just like the way I do with my nutrition, which has brought me much healing in my personal life. Next, we have Born Primitive. Get yourself some everyday wear or for workout wear, veteran-owned. That's Born Primitive. The link below does save you 10% at checkout. Also giving them a follow on Instagram at Born Primitive. Next, we have Wad and Done. Save your hands, stop tearing, making for toes to bar, bar muscle ups, pull ups. Fun and effective 
And when I say effective, it is because you're not constantly tearing and have to chalk up your hands. That's wad and done. I have not personally torn in three years. Love them and also love their thumb grips, which makes dumbbell snatches so much easier. Any type of dumbbell works, so I'm not tearing my thumbs. That's wad and done saving. Use save using code treasures10 at checkout. Also giving them a shout out and follow on Instagram, wad and done. Next, we have Maven Threads. Get yourself some everyday headband wear or for workouts with Maven Threads. Save at checkout using Self Love Effect 15. And last but not least, we have the Self Love Effect Shop. Get yourself some Self Love Effect everyday wear using code Self Love Effect at checkout. And we will also be dropping new merch coming soon. So I hope you guys have a great rest of your Win Wednesday, making sure that you are celebrating yourself today and always. I'm rooting for you. You got this. You could do hard things. You are unstoppable.